Welcome to the Fiercely Unstoppable Podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Allison, Mind Shift Coach and Achievement Strategist. I am here to help you completely up-level your confidence, find massive clarity, and dive deep into your purpose so that you can create a business and a mindset that is fiercely unstoppable. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a thought that will help you up-level your energy, bust through those fears, find clarity, and overcome all of the obstacles so that you can step into your most powerful and confident self. We do not let our circumstances hold us back. We become fiercely unstoppable in the pursuit of what sets our soul on fire. Get ready to uplevel your confidence every single day and attract the life that you are absolutely obsessed with. Are you ready? Let's have some fun. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Fiercely Unstoppable podcast. I'm so excited you guys are here. Honestly, I just got back from San Diego and I was at a retreat, but also just enjoying my time on the beach, enjoying California for the very first time. But I have to tell you how cool it is for people to recognize you and tell you how much this podcast is changing their life. That honestly means so much to me. And I want you to know from the bottom of my heart, I love you guys so much. And I love seeing you share the episodes. I love reading your five-star reviews. I love all of it. You guys mean so much to me. So on that note, we have today another amazing podcast interview with Danielle Ryan. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about her and then we'll dive in. So Danielle Ryan is a former public administrator turned entrepreneur. She operates a mobile wellness studio curating private yoga classes, guided meditations, and mindset coaching packages for individuals looking to truly harness the connection of their mind, body, and soul. After spending what felt like eternity living her life to appease everyone around her, Danielle decided to call it quits on her corporate career and trust her heart to guide her to her truest intention. Her passion now lies in providing others the tools that they need to step beyond the fears, reconnect with their inner purpose, and start living the lives they have always dreamed of. You guys are going to love this episode. I'm so excited to be back with you and let's just dive in. All right, you guys. Well, I am just so excited to have Danielle Ryan as my guest today. You guys are just going to love her, but Danielle, can you just dive in and tell us who you are and how you got here? Tell us about your journey. For sure. So like you mentioned, my name's Danielle. I'm currently a mobile yoga instructor as well as a mindset coach online. So my journey started back in 2010 when I first went to university. And so I was there for four years as everyone usually is. And the whole time I was there, um, I could tell that something didn't feel right. And I remember multiple conversations. I would call my mom on the phone being like, mom, I don't want to be here. I don't know why I'm wasting Mm -hmm. my time. And it was always like, well, you've already started, so you might as well finish it. Mm -hmm. Um, Part of my program, I actually had the benefit of being able to do one year abroad. So I lived in a developing country working at an NGO as part of like an internship part of my program. So that was cool. I got to live in Vietnam for eight months. Oh, that is cool. Which, yeah. And it was like a very um, eye-opening experience, I guess you mm-hmm. could say. So 
there were a lot of challenges that I went through there, but I really felt like I developed as a person in that time. And it honestly made the other like three years of me hating being in school somewhat worth it just to have that experience. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like true. That was so important to me to find a school that had study abroad programs. I was the same way. I was like, I'm going to travel. I'm going to travel. If you don't have it, I'm not going here. So no, thank you. <laughs> exactly. And like, I don't want to be here, but it'll make it worth my time if I get to like do this cool thing. At the yeah. End, so. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so once I got out of school, I like worked random jobs, like waitressing and whatever for a bit until I finally found like a real big kid job, I guess you could say. Um, and I was super excited to start that, but Again, like something didn't 100% feel right and I couldn't really figure out what it was. And then I was there for about two and a half years. And during that time, a lot of like different job opportunities would come up for me to move around, but I would always mm -hmm. like, there would be something in the way because of the way the organization was structured. I wasn't allowed to apply or they would give it to somebody else kind of thing. And so at that point in time, I was feeling really devastated and which in retrospect, it was probably like the best thing that ever happened because who knows, I could have just moved into a different position and right. been equally as miserable. Right. So, um, scale back like a year ago, I decided to start my own podcast actually, which I can leave with you the link below. Yes. There'll be in the um, show notes for sure. <laughs> and so with that, there was like a blog and then my original Instagram account where I would just post like motivational content and I would give like step-by-step -step instructions on like how to be an adult because you know I was getting so good at it. Like, really, I'm like what did I have to offer but anyway I kind of like loafed it around with the idea of like well maybe this is just going to be my life for the next 40 years I don't know until finally something clicked in my brain where I was like to me there's nothing scarier than being stuck in this job that I hate for the next 40 years so mm. screw it I'm just gonna drop everything and go into this like hundred percent. It's either going to work or it's not going to work. And there's always going to be other jobs out there. So essentially I put in, I gave them actually a month's notice. And then as of like June 1st of this year, I quit. I moved, went to Portugal for a month, did my like yoga teacher training. And now I'm like hundred percent full force into the business. So ah, that's so exciting. Yeah. So it's been like a crazy few, like three to four months, but, um, a lot mm -hmm. of like self-realization and just like super scary but super exciting mm, so good oh my gosh okay so I feel like a lot of people have felt that enough is enough moment in their life so like you said you were like I don't want to be miserable for the next 40 years like what am I doing why am I doing this like it was almost like that wake-up call so when you exactly. were in that place could you speak to someone who also feels like they're in that place themselves, that they just had a wake up call. They know they're meant to do something else. They know they had the enough is enough moment, but now what? I think often what prevents us from moving past that, like I had that realization years ago and then just sort of like passed it off as, Oh, it's nothing is that fear of the unknown. Like we are all so afraid to make a change in our life because we're stuck inside this comfort zone. But really it's like, you can't like, if you're stuck in that comfort zone, that's your limitation, that box that you're in, those are your walls. You can't get past that. So until you finally decide to just, maybe you have to weigh the pros and cons or like look at it from an outward perspective. But until you decide to step out of that zone, mm -hmm. you're never going to a know what's out there or b be able to reap 
the rewards of what's waiting for you on that other side. Absolutely. Yes. That's so good. It's so true. So what have you found now stepping into this new journey and actually following your deeper desires? How do you feel like your life is different? Like, how do you feel different? I think that I spent so long living in this disconnect from like what my intuition knew I wanted and what I thought was right for me. And whether that was because of like what other people were saying or not, like, that's not really what I'm here to debate. Um, but like, since moving away from that, it's like absolutely liberating. Like every day I wake up and I feel like so much joy, so much ease. And like, even if I feel like, before we got on this podcast, you and I were kind of talking about how like some days you're just like, you don't get everything done that you wanted to get done, <laughs> but you just feel so free rather than like having to wake up. Oh, it's 6am. Like got to go to my job. If I wake up mm-hmm. at seven and I don't feel like getting out of bed, I can go back to sleep. And then like you said earlier, like go to a coffee shop for a few hours and make mm-hmm. up for it later. Like you don't yeah. have that strength that like a nine to five job has, which is great. But like beyond that, it's just like the freedom of being able to decide where I want to invest my energy from day to day is like the most liberating and uplifting feeling that you can experience. Mm, Absolutely. Well, tell us a little bit more about you. So what is something that most people don't know about you? So I feel like online, I have this image of being like this ray of sunshine, positivity, always like there with advice, helping people like figure out what to do. Fun fact about me though, is that I actually joined my local fire department like a year ago. So I'm actually a certified firefighter in the province of Ontario. Um, And I do that on like an on-call basis all the time now. But like that experience in itself, I think has totally shaped me into like, the attitude I have now of just like, screw it. If you want something, go for it because of like the challenges I had to overcome going through that physical training. It's just like (laughs) totally changed my perception of everything. I'm so curious of what that even takes. (laughs) Like, what does that even mean? How do you become a firefighter? How do you become a volunteer firefighter? That's yeah. Tell us more. That's so cool. Literally, (laughs) Like not like what you see on TV. First of all, (laughs) It involves like a lot of heavy lifting physically and mentally. Mm. Um, But yeah, it's like literally all encompassing. Like we learn how to extract people from vehicles. We learn how to like put out burning buildings. We learn how to climb ladders, how to carry axes up ladders and hang off the ladder and use the axe while you're climbing the ladder. Like all these random skills that I would never have purpose for in my life until now. Oh my gosh so crazy and just like such an incredible group of people that I have the privilege of working with. And like, I learn so many different like practical skills, perspectives, everything from working with these people who I probably never would have interacted with had it not been for the fire department. Mm, that's so cool. Sorry. I was, I'm just curious. Yeah. I'm like, tell me more. What does that mean? How do you do yeah. that? What is that? What does that life look like? <laughs> I, get, I get that reaction a lot. Uh, not so that's much so my funny. when my pager was off at like three in the morning and I'm like, yeah. uh, I gotta go. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> gotta go save, li- save lives. <laughs> Be right back. Oh my God. That's so funny. What kind of job were you in before quitting your job? Like what did that, what did your life look like before really stepping into your own business. For sure. So my background actually from an educational perspective is um, in environmental studies. So I had joined, um, I was working for a city 
as an administrative assistant, but I was in their environmental department. So the hope was that I would get in as an administrator and then move into like an environmental officer kind of like role where I'd get to go out and do water sampling and stuff like that, Mm. which obviously never panned out. So I was essentially working in administration, like filling out data and spreadsheets, answering phone calls, licking envelopes. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the day to day. I feel like that's such an office life, the office lifestyle, right? Like literally my friends would be like, I'm watching the office right now. And this is what I imagine your day at work is like. Uh, not quite, but maybe. (laughs) That's so funny. So I know that there are people listening right now that are like, oh my God, I just want to quit my job so bad. What tips do you have for someone to make that transition of quitting their job and going full-time in their business? Yeah, for sure. I think that you first need to like sit down and actually weigh out the pros and cons of your current situation. So like, Mm -hmm. is this job filling me up or is it draining me? is it worth it to let it go or should I hold on to it? Like what, what's going to be the benefits of me leaving and what's going to be the benefits of me staying? Um, beyond that, you really need to set yourself up for success. So like I had said before, before I quit my job, I had been going at this for like a year. I was, um, taking, I had a couple clients before I quit my job, but nothing that would have like supplemented my income by any means, but I at least had the basis there for, Um, a social media following and like understanding marketing and having those channels set up so that when I did decide to go into business, there were already people there waiting for me. Um, Beyond that, also like on a more practical side, I guess, just financially being prepared for the fact that you are a new business and not everyone is going to flourish overnight. Some of us, yes, but not everyone has that luxury, right? So just financially being prepared for the fact that And like in my case, I left the country for a whole month. So I had to account for like all those bills I was going to have to pay where I wasn't working. Mm -hmm. Um, And really just setting yourself up for that. Because then when I, when I did come back, I was less stressed. I wasn't worried about like, oh, well, my bank account's almost at zero now. So I got to figure out how to make money. Like I was in a very comfortable position. And I think that's why I honestly waited so long, even though I knew like a year before I quit my job that I was going to quit my job. I set myself up so that when that time did come, I wasn't in this place of panic because honestly that is like, and it's something I really stress with my clients is like when you're in that space of desperation, mm-hmm. you're less likely to receive the things you're looking for. So really just setting yourself up to be able to have that ease will allow those opportunities to flow more naturally to you. Yeah. And I think it's also just releasing the guilt that you have a different job to begin with and just seeing the blessing of it. There is nothing wrong with growing your business while you have your job. Nothing wrong at all whatsoever. But I know people are just so gun ho to quit their job. And obviously that's an amazing accomplishment. Like, hello, like applaud to all the people who get to do that and who are ready to do that and who want to do that because it's absolutely possible. But I think so often we just have this like negative connotation of, oh, I'm a business owner, but I also have this other job. But it's like really like set yourself up like you just talked about, you know, like get yourself ready for it and then leave. So I know you kind of talked about a little bit about, um, the mindset behind it too. So I know that you do a lot of mindset coaching as well and really helping people get into that space. So what mindset shift do people need to absolutely make to step into their business full time? For sure. I think the biggest one that I see in most of my clients is holding on to other people's expectations of you. Mm. 
Mm. So, and I know this was huge for me when I decided to quit my job. People like mm. my parents, my coworkers, my friends, oh my God, I can't believe you're leaving like a full-time secure job, pension, salary, benefits, like all this stuff. And then it took me a minute to be like, wait a minute, but that's not the life I want for me. Like, yeah, you think mm. it looks great. It looks great for me. And you as like a 60 year old man think that like, I'm going to be a, I'm giving up something so huge. But to me, it's like, that's not what I wanted. So something I try to work through with my clients always right off the bat is just like creating a clear list of what your dream life really looks like and what things you truly value. And so um, whether that's working through, this is one exercise. I hope this is okay to share. This is something sure, I work through sure. all my We all want to know. <laughs> so I have my clients write out a list of um, all the things they do that drain them of energy. So sure. make, get, make two pages in your journal. On the left-hand side, I want you to write everything that really drains you and makes you feel like, blech, not good. Mm. On the next page, I want you to write everything that lights you up, makes you feel fulfilled, makes you feel happy. And then from that, determine what your four core values are. And once you have those four values, whether they're health, vitality, maybe it's faith, maybe it's freedom, whatever it is, take those four things and make sure that you're incorporating things into your schedule every single day that are helping you be the hugest shift in your attitude and just like how happy you feel on a day-to-day -day basis when you're actually living in a way that aligns with what you really want. Mm, absolutely. I was actually just talking about this the other day, but like it's, it goes kind of along the lines of acting as if and feeling the feelings that you want to feel, but feeling them now. And I think that as long as we do that, that's how we become fulfilled. And that's how we become, you know, really excited about our life and fall in love with our life because so often we're after this success. Yeah, it's not really about the number. It's not about the amount of people. It's not about the money. It's about how it's going to make us feel. Exactly. And it's not so much about like how other people are going to perceive us in that role. It's more about, yeah, like how we feel in that role. Yeah. I love, love, love that. Um, I love asking this question because I think it's really funny what people get, but what is like the best and worst advice you've ever been given? Oh my God. I don't even know. Like probably worst would be like, just friggin' suck it up and stay in this can I swear on you here? Can like do whatever you want. <laughs> whatever your last job. Like so many times. I'm mm. like, especially with like my dad, it would be like, oh, like I don't really think I want to stay here much longer. Well, you know, like the the like importance of life is getting a good job and just sticking it through. Like, nah, there's mm. definitely more. Um I think that the best piece of advice, like this is tough. I really should <laughs> just like, honestly saying fuck it when you don't like, if something does not resonate with you, fuck it, mm -hmm. figure it out, figure out something new and find what it is that lights you up because staying in that place of dissatisfaction is not going to get you anywhere. And so like I had one friend uh, in particular who had always told me like, Oh, you're meant for so much more than this. Mm -hmm. Um, this job isn't for you. And I would always be like, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, cause you know, we always know bet what's best for ourselves. Right. So I would just like pass it off. Like he was just like blowing smoke up my butt. 
until finally <laughs> I came to that realization on my own. Like, oh my God, he was right this whole time. I'm so sorry. I was such an asshole. And like, that's so funny. Like light bulb came on and you're like, you're right. I am a badass and I can't do these <laughs> awesome things and I am meant for more. And why did I not believe you? That's so exactly. Funny. And literally when it was like, okay, I'm leaving my job. He was like, yeah, I knew that was coming. So yeah, <laughs> but I love what you talked about, how it's like just trusting your intuition. And if something doesn't feel good, then release it and let it go. And, and don't let it bother you and don't let it influence you. And it's okay to let it go. It's okay to say, mm, no, I'm not doing this right now. I'm going to go do this over here. Um, but there was something that you said earlier about how even your dad and maybe the chatter that you heard when you were about to make this transition and when you were about to really step into what you want to do, what advice do you have to really release what everybody else is saying about maybe leaving your job or starting a business or whatever that could be like someone else who doesn't believe in where you're going, but how can, like, what advice do you have to release the pressure on that and still just trust your intuition? Yeah, I think you have to be in a position of willingness. Like, you can sit in your fear and try to get things done, but like in the back of your head, you're like still afraid to fully commit to it because, like, oh, this isn't going to work out. So um, I'm just going to like play it small, I guess but you're literally just setting yourself up for failure if you're going to do that. So I think it's about creating a life beyond that barrier. So maybe um, just really focusing on trying to get to your goal without committing to like how it's going to happen. I don't know if this Mm -hmm. is making sense, but really most of the time it comes down to us standing in our own way, believing that, we're not good enough or that this isn't a good idea because so-and-so told me it wasn't going to work. You need to be willing to want the results that are waiting for you and have, like you said, acting as if and feeling as if we are good enough to, to deserve and earn and receive those rewards we're looking for. And really just resonating with that feeling of willingness and that feeling of inspiration to actually want to have that thing, whatever it is. Hmm. Does that make sense? I feel like yeah, I think we get caught up in the how a lot. Well, how is this yeah. going to come together? How am I going to do this? Can this really be me? You know, but how is that even going to work? And often the how is not even up to us. It's it's what you want and knowing and believing that of course you can have this. Of course this is yours. Um, and so yeah, it kind of makes sense. Totally. I think like also with disregarding what people are saying is going back to your core. We look outside of ourselves a lot when really we already know the answer. We already it's know It's so true. And it, again, it's like with anything, like coming down to like, what are those four core things you value and mm-hmm. how are you living true to those each and every day? Like, is this job really fulfilling your four values or is it making you like move away from those? Really just reevaluating your current circumstances, whether it's your job, maybe it's a shitty relationship that you're in with a partner or a friend. Yeah. Maybe it's, um, you're already in your own business and it's a product that you're offering and it just doesn't resonate with you anymore. It's really coming back to those, 
values that you hold and whether or not the things you're offering to the world in whatever realm that you're in, if they're aligning with your true greater vision. Mm-hmm. So um, I love asking people this question because this podcast is really all about stepping into your fiercely unstoppable self. So can you tell us about a time that you had to overcome an obstacle that really made you feel victorious? Um, again, if we want to take this back to like firefighting, yeah, sure, an example, but it was definitely like a huge mental triumph for me that once I did it, I was like, holy shit, I can do anything. So it was probably like the first couple days of training and we had to do an exercise where we like put on our full, um, assisted breathing apparatus. So you have like a full face mask on your hood, your helmet, and you're connected to like an oxygen tank. Sure. And so they made us climb. You're like, yeah, sure, totally. Meanwhile, like most people are probably like, I have no fucking idea what she's talking about. Just literally picture me in like a scuba suit, but I'm also wearing like a firefighter outfit. Over right. Okay. So <laughs> they made us climb this set of stairs to like the top of a building. And so it was only like two floors, not like I didn't climb like a giant skyscraper or anything. <laughs> but anyway, so we get up there and like, I'm pretty winded because you're wearing like a hundred pounds worth of equipment, mm. but then you also have no peripheral vision because you can't physically see like outside of this mask other than straight ahead. Mm-hmm. So I immediately go into this like panic mode where I'm just like, holy shit, I'm dying. I can't breathe. I'm trapped in the suit. Like, what am I going to do? So I like start to like almost try and rip this mask off my face. And then this like internal dialogue cued where it was like, okay, Danielle, you're connected to an oxygen tank that's giving you oxygen. So obviously you can breathe. And this is all just like a construct of your mind. Mm. So really coming down to like calming myself down and realizing that like, wow, I actually can breathe and I'm going to be okay. And I think that's honestly like, this might sound corny, but that's like so reflective of anything that we try to achieve in our lives. We can either have the choice to set out and tell ourselves like, nope, this is it. I can't do it and throw in the towel. Or you have the option to sort of step back for a second and reevaluate where you're at and maybe just think of it from a new perspective. Like once I realized like, oh my God, there's literally oxygen coming through a tube into my mouth. Like things aren't so bad. Right. We all have this mentality that like our lives are on fire and it's an emergency and there's no way that we can possibly fix this situation. So Mm -hmm. really just calming ourselves down and coming again from that outward perspective to realize that like things aren't ever as bad as we think they are. And there's always a solution to every problem. Mm. If someone is going through a situation where they are just so stressed out, maybe they're feeling some anxiety come up and they're just heavy breathing and they just don't even know like what's going to happen next, what's going to happen next. What suggestions do you have to kind of get out of that headspace? For me, I think that what's been a game changer, obviously, if it's available in the circumstance that you're in when this happens is journaling, like journaling out all your emotions. So like, why am I feeling this way? What triggered this? And really understanding those triggers is key in moving forward beyond this particular instance. I know for me, a big thing I was struggling with lately is like the comparison game. So scrolling through social media, seeing other people like buying houses, getting married, having kids, mm-hmm. having successful businesses. And then me being like, what am I doing with my life? I just quit my job. What did I make the right choice? Like having that kind of mentality. And so really focusing on, okay, 
these are the particular things that trigger me to make me feel this way. So how can I curate my social media feed so that I'm only seeing content that lights me up and actually enhances my experience? Mm, yeah. Yeah. When it comes to comparison, I know that's something that you just said you dealt with recently. And so you changed your feed around. I feel like we compare ourselves to others so often when really it's our own journey. But do you have any other tips and tricks for people that you think that really helped you or really help your clients just to stop looking at what everybody else is doing and focusing on them and their successes and themselves? Yeah. I think that like I sort of mentioned, it's really about figuring out what or who, like what things it is or like who it is that frequently causes you to feel in that like envious comparison sort of mindset and just stop mindlessly consuming content. I think that Mm. even when it comes to not just social media, but like structuring our day and our interactions with other people, being intentional, intentional about the relationships we're creating. So are you spending your time out here in the real world with people that are actually making you feel better or are the people you're surrounding yourself with um, really draining you and not contributing Mm -hmm. to you being better as a person? Just finding those people, whether it is on Instagram, like motivating and uplifting content or just having like nice people in your life. I feel like a lot of us waste our time with shitty people and in shitty relationships. Hello, I've been there. (laughs) and it's not worth it at the end of the day I think it's just like reminding yourself that this is your life you only get once you need to use this opportunity to grow and surround yourself with people who are going to help you get there yeah absolutely and and knowing that when um we are envious of people it's totally okay but we could use that envy for good and say you know what if they can do it then i can do it too 100 percent, because you are worthy because you are alive like you're worthy because you're here and we don't need to compare ourselves to others because we can have it too exactly and i think for me in my journey that's been a huge realization like Well, if that person can quit their job and start their own business, then what's stopping me? Mm -hmm. Like, as long as you can get into that mindset again of believing that you are worthy and capable of achieving whatever that goal is in mind, if somebody else can do it, there's really no reason that you can't. You are literally the only thing standing in your way from Mm -hmm. getting from where you are to where that person is. Absolutely. Ah, well, what is the most exciting theme that's happening in your life or in your business or that you're working on right now? Um, really just trying to establish those local connections. So like cool. the internet is great because I've been able to meet a lot of people in the industry, but I'm from a fairly small town. And so it's kind of nice to be able to share those Uh, like the energy that I'm receiving from people like all over like yourself Mm. and just other online coaches and being able to share that more locally. So I'm really working on collaborating with um, local businesses. Like for example, last weekend I just hosted um, a yoga class at a brewery here. So we all like did yoga and then drank a beer together after. (laughs) For me, that's like very aligned with me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so just trying to focus more on activities that really like light me up and make me feel good like that. So yes. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's so fun. It is important to get back in the in-person space and, and connect with others that are, are right here. I think we spend so much time online or on our phones that 
we forget that we can go have a conversation with someone down the street or like at the coffee shop or at this grocery store, like just stop and say hello, you know, or make those connections and give that energy to people in person, not just online. Yeah, exactly. Like literally <laughs> yesterday, I like call up one of my friends. I'm like, I'm on my way to the coffee shop to do work. Like bring your laptop and just like literally sit next to me and we'll just work on our own things separately, but right. like together at the same but time. together at the yeah. same time. So I can hang out with you. So I'm not alone. Yeah. But I don't want to talk to exactly. you. I just want to work. Yeah. <laughs> but when I need a break, then I have like that five minutes of like real human interaction. Yes. I know. I love that. I love it. Well, awesome. Awesome. This has been so much fun. Can you just tell people where they can find you? Yeah, for sure. So, um, I am on Instagram. It's at lifestyle by design studio. You can find me on Facebook. So facebook.com slash lifestyle by design studio. And then my podcast is available on iTunes, Google play, Stitcher, et cetera. And it's called Adulting 101, and Brooke will link it in the show notes for you so you can find it there. Awesome. Well, this has been so much fun. I love all the fun little things that we've talked about in this episode. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. This has been great. I always love, like, interacting with other internet people, so. Yay! Thanks so much. Thank you guys so, so much for spending some time with me on the Fiercely Unstoppable podcast. I am so grateful that you are here and I'm grateful to be in your ears. If you could just take one moment to share this episode on social media, tag me in it, or even with someone personally that you think would love this, that would be absolutely incredible. Also, if you guys are loving this podcast, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes and by subscribing to this channel so I can keep the good stuff coming. I cannot wait to connect with you on the next show. In the meantime, get out there and become fiercely unstoppable.